From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. Welcome to our July 18th episode. Got a great episode in store for you today. Looking around the room, I see other Luke. Other Luke, how are you tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you, Luke? Doing great, thanks. And Andy back with us. Andy, what's going on? Oh, I'm so happy to be back. I missed you guys. Yeah, we missed you. Uh, before we jump into some emails slash while we jump into some emails i I think we owe an apology uh we plug our email each and every week and occasionally we get a little behind i mean we get a lot of email traffic we're like fifteen thousand emails behind so i want to apologize to the people we didn't get to but when i was sorting through them i noticed a couple that were really really relevant and really real i guess yeah real is probably (laughs) the right word (laughs) So first, uh, apologies to Josh, and to make up for it, we have a couple emails this week. You have an email. The first email, uh, very up-to-date, the release of the OG Game Boy turns 30 years old this week. It was released in Japan on April 21st, 1989, and in the U.S. on July 31st. To me, the Game Boy was one of the first big-ticket items I ever purchased on my own. Do you own one? Do you have any good Game Boy stories? And what was your go-to game when killing time? I like that he chooses to use the word was, because other Luke, I have a feeling that that's going to be more of an is for you. At least it (laughs) was when we were in in college together. Um, Certainly still an active participant on the Game Boy. Oh, I I can never give up the Game Boy. So classic. I had a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Color, a Game Boy Advance. I mean, I still have a Game Boy in my closet to this day. I even branched into the DSs and stuff. It it wasn't the same nostalgia that the Game Boy gave me, but just that handheld gaming has always been a huge part of my life. Which ones did did you guys ha- ever have the like the big gray brick one? Yes, that was that was the very first one I had. Luke, did did you ever have a Game Boy? I did not. No. Okay, it's sad. Yeah, I was always jealous of people that had the big brick. So I'm interested to see how you you liked it, Luke. I never did. I had I started with the uh, the pocket. I think was the first one that that we had. So very jealous. I remember playing it all the time. I already mentioned the story about getting the Pokemon red, blue, and yellow from my grandma at Christmas being one of the top three memories I have from childhood. As far as the big brick Game Boy, I mostly remember they redid like Donkey Kong Country from the Super Nintendo. And I played that constantly on there. I think that was probably for for the old brick one aside from the pokemon which goes without saying i probably played that donkey kong game the most and i will say the most fantastic thing was when when the game boy color came out and i put those black and white pokemon games into it i mean they're still not really in color it's just everything's like a shade (laughs) of blue or a shade of red (laughs) right it was the most amazing thing blew my mind 
So I, I just remembered that we had that same Donkey Kong game. And I, I say we because we kind of collectively owned our Game Boy as a as a family because we had, you know, five kids. So that's just what you do in that situation. Was that that was like the bright yellow cartridge, right? Yes. Yes. So we did have that exact same one. That game was hard as shit, dude. That game created my hatred for underwater <laughs> water levels, regardless of what game I'm playing. If I see water, I instantly hate it. That has to be before Sonic then, right? Because Sonic underwater will make you hate anything underwater. <laughs> was that water or was that like toxic sludge? Well, there was a level for both. There, there were <laughs> there levels the, for both of yeah. those. It's funny that you, you guys mentioned Sonic, though, because I had a good friend of ours had the uh, like the the Sega, not even the, the Game Gear, which I think was their like actual portable like. It, you know, it had specific games for their, uh, for, for that console, but they had the Sega. It was like, I don't even know what it was called, but it was, you t- used a Genesis cartridge with the, like with it. And it was like, you know, its own handheld, but you could play Genesis games on it. And it was, that was like, I don't even know how to, how to describe it. It was a revelation to me at the time. That was like the most amazing thing I'd ever seen when, when I went over and, and, uh, and they had that. Um, as far as the, the Game Boy goes, like, I don't know about, about you, uh, Pokemon, definitely my, my number one far and away. I'm pretty sure that's yours as well. Uh, but I also, also was a big fan of the, uh, Zelda Link's Awakening was just some random game that we happened to find. It was, I think the only, it maybe came out like, I don't know, it was maybe the the third or fourth Zelda game that ever came out. The first one that came out for like any of the handheld devices, and it was awesome. They're actually I think they released a remake of it for the Switch very recently, which I'm uh definitely considering getting just for nostalgia's sake. A couple points that I'd like to make to that. The portable Sega Genesis, my uncle had one of those. He had a carrying case for it and everything. It was legit. But I would babysit my cousin when I was younger. And literally all I did was sit on their couch and play that. That I'd have the wiggles on TV for her. And I'd be sitting there playing the Sega Genesis. And it was so great. But I'm also really glad you mentioned Link's Awakening. Because when everybody talks about the great Zelda games, like obviously Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and Breath of the Wild, some of the greatest games ever made, even Wind Waker, but everybody forgets about Link's Awakening, and it was one of my favorite games as a kid, and I'm absolutely buying it day one when it comes to the Switch. Yeah, I was a little surprised that got an actual like HD remake because it was, like you said, like I feel like I barely ever heard anybody talking about it ever until until this was announced so good on you nintendo thanks you you made a game for for other luke and me well a lot of pokemon talking there the second email from josh and this is uh very recent you'll you'll see by the question with detective pikachu <laughs> out this past weekend <laughs> well it, last i mean weekend? really that's technically true it was out this last weekend it just didn't <laughs> debut this week last weekend be great if this was a couple years from now. Out on Blu-ray, uh, what Pokemon would you select to be your trusty sidekick in life? Now, I have a couple of pretty slam dunk answers, if you ask me. Uh, I think my, my number one would be Gyarados, because it's basically the ultimate, like, started from the bottom, now we're here 
sidekick that you could oh. that you could take along with you. I mean, it just evolved from that lowly, lowly Magikarp, and now it's some giant, awesome dragonfish thing. So Gyarados, probably my number one. Uh, my number two would be Ninetales, just for being the absolute sexiest Pokemon. So that's you're not wrong. That's <laughs> that's where my mind's at right now. I think I'm probably going to be like you, and I'm going to pick two as well. My all-time favorite Pokemon, just because he is me, is Snorlax. <laughs> oh, <So> naturally. <laughs> I think having this big dude over here that just wants to eat and sleep all the time, like we could be bros, hang out, have a good time. Just two of a kind. <laughs> but if I was actually out, you know, enjoying the world and everything... I think I also, like you, want a badass dragon, but I'd have to go with Dragonite. Dragonite's pretty sweet. Good choice. I mean, Gen 1, the only dragon-type line, I just always thought he was awesome. He was so hard to get in the game because he leveled up so much later, but and his moveset wasn't the best. But He could rap stuff, so it was okay. <laughs> but I think those would be my two choices if I got them, if I got a choice to have one with me. Luke, we're we're interested to hear your choices. Yeah, I think my favorite Pokemon is also Gary's Toes because it it led to a great <laughs> great reference. Oh, one of the all time best. <laughs> uh, also, maybe these emails were never read because I don't have anything to add to any of them. <laughs> all right, some more real emails for the day. Timmy from Nevada says that 1.2 million people plan to storm Area 51 to discover aliens. He wants to know originally what we think is in Area 51, but I saw something that trumps this question, so I'll let you do either or, but the other question is, which five wrestlers would you pick to storm Area 51? Oh, the old switcheroo. Yeah. Sorry, Timmy. <laughs> Well, I was originally going to say what's hiding in Area 51 is all of the girls that are interested in Andy. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we can't find them. Was that another Luke's joke of the week early? <laughs> it actually wasn't, but it may be better than the real one. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's where they've been hiding. Yeah, if you're watching the uh, that petition or whatever that people are signing, it did just go up by one. I don't know if you guys were paying attention <laughs> to that. Uh, man, if you know, I'm I'm very uh, historically very pro government, so I think I would take the right to censor and just keep the keep Area 51 <laughs> censored. Yes, <laughs> love it. <laughs> That's it? Just the three or four of them? <laughs> uh, there was, it, seemed like, it seemed like there was close to five. But you got Val Venus, Stevie Richards, the Godfather, he became the good father. Bull Buchanan a, and Victoria. Yeah. There you go, see? That's fine, yeah, alright, you, you win. I forgot about Val Venus's short run there. <laughs> and then And then the WWF back then figured out Oh, this is a horrible idea. The uh, sex sells, and we just put our two biggest sex icons in a right to center group. Let's just throw Sable back out there with some handprints on her titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to go the non wrestling route. Actually, 
for Timmy's original email because I feel bad for him. But I think that Area 51 is probably where all the quote-unquote dead people who aren't really dead are. Like, I bet Tupac and B.I.G. are just sitting there fucking having a hell of a time, you know? Elvis. Yeah. (laughs) Other famous, like JFK. One of the Beatles, right? Yeah, John Lennon's there, but not George Harrison for some reason. (laughs) All right, next email. Pablo from Colombia said he saw a guy get arrested for having cocaine under his oversized toupee. He wants to know what the most poorly hidden thing we've ever seen in plain sight was. Working retail, I've seen a couple things. Girls think that they're tight black (laughs) pants aren't going to show off anything they shove down there and try and walk out with. They're wrong. (laughs) Oh, no. I think the best thing I ever saw was somebody taking a a lady taking a case of beer and trying to put it in her purse. (laughs) (laughs) Bold. Now, did she, like, just go, like, box and all, or was she trying to, like, one at a time put them in there? Oh, no. She was, it it was at Walmart, and she was, like, right by the self-checkout. She looked around. She just took it, set it kind of in her purse, mostly just on top (laughs) of her purse, and walked out the front door. (laughs) Now, we were also shocked that she tried this, that nobody stopped her, but I don't know if it was drugs or what. She ended up coming back in to try to get another one, and that's when she was stopped. Uh, Yeah, it was really not hidden very well. It was really a good tactic by you guys, because it's like she she felt so confident that she got away with it. She was like, hell, I could pull that off again. (laughs) Well, I don't I don't have any. Tales from retail, which I think could maybe Luke, you could probably fill your own podcast with. But <laughs> I mean, just as a as a famous example, I feel like Gene Cady's comb over. That's hiding. That's the worst <laughs> hiding spot for just being bald that I think I've ever seen. That's the most obvious thing ever. <laughs> I've also not got anything, but uh, other Luke, I think that podcast should be called Retails, T-A-L-E-S. Ooh, wow. <laughs> well done. Just you, I think the you're on to something. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our next email, Carl from Indiana said he was helping an elderly couple carry their groceries, and he was mistaken for a worker, which ended in disaster. But he wants to know if we've ever been mistaken for anyone else and if anything bad came out of it. I'm a little curious about how this ended in disaster for Carl, but uh, I hope I hope things worked out for you. I hope you don't like work. I hope you weren't suckered into becoming an employee of where whatever grocery store, like against your will. I, I don't I don't want that for you. He pushed carts uh, for eight hours. that day. <laughs> Like a, a policeman just showed up and was like, no, you work here. Like <laughs> just made him work for a day. But uh, I mean, as someone who I grew up with, with three brothers and we all look incredibly similar. So I was just mistaken for them, even by my own parents uh, quite a lot. So nothing really ever bad comes out of that for me, but, uh, but it happens nearly constantly. So I guess any time in my life that I've been mistaken for somebody else, I, I don't know. I, I can kind of roll with the punches there because I'm so used to it. Actually, the opposite for me when people are like, do you know 
Do you know Zach? Is that? I, I, it's weird that you guys have the same last name. Oh yeah, we're brothers. You're brothers? Yeah, I get it. I get it. The only person I've ever been mistaken for, and I, I the guy was probably semi-serious, but maybe I, he laughed it off afterwards. But in Florida. I was on vacation and I went up to the bar to get a drink and the guy asked me if I was Michael Phelps, uh, which I think we talk about on the sports report. But <laughs> I la- I wish I would have thought quicker because I was like, no, obviously not. But I wish I would have like played it off a little better and be like, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, uh, re- thank you for noticing me. I'm glad you're a huge fan and all stuff. But yeah, no, Michael Phelps and I have nothing in common other than a uh, long jaw and maybe our height. I don't know. I can't swim, so I'm I'm not Michael Phelps. Don't don't throw me in and say, "Hey, swim." <laughs> That's the ultimate. Like you just you just become a legend with that one person. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, man, it's me. But just play it cool. Like I'm trying to be real low key here. Uh, if you, everybody's calling me Luke while I'm here. So <laughs> if you can just keep with that, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, let's move on in case, uh, uh, unless anyone else has anything else, any, any other mistaken identity cases in case anyone's still listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got, I guess our last email, we've got Dan from Chicago. He says golfer Brooks Kepka says he doesn't practice golf. He said in an interview recently that Hey, when you see me on TV, that's when I'm playing golf. So is there anything that you guys are really good at that you hate doing? Because clearly Brooks Kepska, amazing golfer, seems to hate playing golf. I would say not so much anymore, but when I was younger, I feel like this is going to sound dumb, but spelling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. I was really good at spelling, so I was always in Spell Bowl. I was in Spell Bowl from fourth through ninth grade, and I was not to brag or anything, but I was always one of the best spellers. Like they'd always send you that word list home. I would never look at that word list. I would never study. And I, I'd, I'd miss, I wouldn't miss a word or I'd miss like one at the, at the competitions. It's like, why is spelling so hard for everyone else? I'm totally not good anymore because I have to Google every word that I'm trying to spell just to make <laughs> sure that it's right. But when I was younger, for some reason, I, I hated spelling, but I was good at it, so I did spell bowl. Just hated it so much that you started purposely misspelling words so they wouldn't ask you to be on the team in high school. <laughs> well, no, actually, the reason I stopped, I would have done it all through high school, but freshman year, the actual meet was the same night as our JV football game against our rival school. So I spelled wearing my my pads. Like, I left my shoulder <laughs> pads and helmet in the locker room. I was full. I was dressed though, like with my jersey and my pants and everything. I went out and spelled and missed the first half of the game, and then went out and played football for the second half. And I decided, yeah, I'm not spelling to miss football. <laughs> what a legend! That's like when, uh, like back in the day, when like Tony Stewart would do the Indy 500 and then go do the NASCAR race in the same day. Yeah, it's basically yeah. the same thing. It's a, it's I, as, I am as basically impressive. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, similarly, I, I was in a, I was on the academic team in high school and I'd say I hated it, but uh, that's not actually true because I'm a huge show off and anytime I could like <laughs> prove that I'm smarter than somebody, I was all in on it. So uh, 
yeah, uh, I, I guess I hated studying for that, but actually like getting stuff right and being better than people, which to be fair, didn't happen all that often. I, I loved that. I have less of anything that I'm great at that I hate, mostly because I'm not great at much. But Brooks Kepka is the ultimate just just dick. Like if Brooks, <laughs> Brooks Kepka is on your favorite team, he's your favorite player in the entire world. And if he's on any other team, you hate his guts so much. It, it's almost like the T.O. Chad Johnson effect. Like, <laughs> if they're on your favorite team, you you worship them. And if not, you're like, what a fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you, you make millions of dollars doing what you love and you just disrespect it all the time. Even, I mean, even, <laughs> even if that type of guy's on your team, like, I feel like, being if you're if you're a player if you're like on a basketball team or something like that and you're you know you're overshadowed by someone who's really really good but also like kind of doesn't give a fuck and doesn't yeah. try that hard yeah. like that's the worst too because you're like god damn, like we got to rely on this guy but he's like, i wish you'd try a little harder my guy oh wait that was uh actually I, I do have an example that was me freshman basketball i just after that i decided not to play anymore i just i was so good that i didn't really care <laughs> Yeah, everybody in practice was like, "Man, if this guy, if this guy just, you know, gave it a little more effort, if he if he cared just a little more, we'd be unstoppable." Three career points, if anybody's counting. Three, <laughs> all free throws. I feel like I feel like this for me is, I don't know. This is going to sound really shitty, but just like I feel like I'm really good at at picking up on stuff. Like once I'm. I'm showing it. This is probably more of like a, a work thing or, e or even a school thing. But like, I feel like if I see something just a couple of times, like I can kind of jump on it and, and just be able to, you know, to like repeat the process and, and like solve, you know, solve problems in school or just like complete, you know, do different things at work. And it's, it works kind of to your detriment in certain points because it's like, oh yeah, who, who do we need to like train on this new thing at work? Okay. Uh, Andy, you do it. And then like, I'll just, then you'll just be like that guy for that thing immediately. Even if it's something like you don't want to do at all. Yeah. Thank God you caveated that with at work because for 14 months, we've been hinting that this podcast thing isn't really for you, Andy. And you just <laughs> <laughs> keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, clearly I picked it up so well instantly. <laughs> I'm so good at it so quickly. It was like, I, oh man, I guess he's just <laughs> the guy for this. No kidding. You're great. But I would agree that work is the one thing that does come to mind. That It's just, I think we're probably, and I say we meaning all of us or, you know, people that we're around with are probably in the minority of people that actually have good work ethic. I don't know if it's where we were raised or our parents or, or what, but when you are a good worker, you get saddled with a bunch of the bullshit and you might enjoy it to an extent, but then you're like, okay, can somebody else train the 43rd new guy or <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that, that hits especially hard when you're one of the, like one of the younger people at the office or even like if you're just starting, yeah. Right. If you if you're able to do something right away, it's like, all right, well, that's your thing now. It's, ah, come on. Yeah. Took the last guy 18 years. <laughs> well, I 
don't really know that I can hate on Brooks Kepka too much because golfing means you have to be outside and there's no air conditioning outside. Not sure if you guys have noticed, but it is hot as hell out there right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate the heat. I hate being outside when it's, when it's this hot, but there are some positives. So I noticed that my neighbor... She was outside sunbathing topless. My wife hates when she does it. Me, I'm on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. I thought that was going in a very a very different direction where somehow you like were also sunbathing topless, but uh, <laughs> I was trying to blend into my surroundings. You didn't rule that out. <laughs> Yeah, we could jump into uh, this is something that that is really really hot right now. Uh I, I don't know if you guys have seen this the the old person photos. Other Luke, uh, excuse me. Other Luke, you definitely you sent us your photo. It was great. I I got a real kick out of that. Luke, have you have you done the old person photo yet? Uh check your phone. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, very nice. So I did one with a beard, one without a beard. But the biggest thing that I like is just that old me is still going to wear a Nike tee. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're active. (laughs) I feel like yours looks a lot younger than than most of them I've seen. So I did one and I I looked just like Kevin Nash for some reason. (laughs) 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 So I was like kind of excited and kind of like, yeah. You look like you're on way less drugs than old me is. <laughs> but Andy, the real question is, I don't think anybody has seen old you. Well, maybe you're about to. <laughs> <laughs> is that a sign that you got it? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Pretty good, right? I was, so this, this, funnily, hopefully no one from work listens to this because it'll, it'll (laughs) unveil the fact that we spent like a good two hours at work yesterday going through everybody, like making sure everybody took one and, and comparing and contrasting. But, uh, (laughs) I was very against taking, taking the old person photo at first because I was like, look, I'm not planning on, on lasting much longer than like like 50. So I don't know if I, I want a glimpse into what I might look like if I actually make it to old age. Uh, and then I got the photo and uh, it was worse than I could possibly imagine because I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think the angle was very good. And yeah. I look like, <laughs> I look like if uh, my dad was a thousand times more bald and just as grumpy as he actually is. If your dad was a thousand times more pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. man. I appreciate that. Okay, so that was some good radio, really good radio, uh, (laughs) talking about our old person photos. So the other thing that I wanted to to mention about this was apparently it's also sweeping the internet that this the face app that everybody's using to do this. Uh, is like maybe created by the Russians and they're now stealing our identities because of it. So uh, like, how worried are you guys about this? I read today and the Russians say that they're not. So I'm, I'm, 
I'm good with it, right? I mean, <laughs> I the the biggest thing is, yeah, they probably stole all of our pictures, and that's fine. I actually just got a new phone, so they didn't get much. But I don't know about you guys. I didn't put my name in. I didn't put my email in. Unless they're stealing my pictures, hacking into my phone, getting to my phone bill, and doing all that, I don't really care. And if they can do all that, then, yeah, they probably deserve it. I uh, very luckily was able to use someone else's phone who had downloaded it. So not on mine. Everybody's freaking out. Oh, it was created by Russians. And it's like, yeah, so was radio. So was TV. So were fucking helicopters. Like (laughs) Russians invent a lot of shit. They're not all evil. I'm still pretty sure that helicopters are stealing our identities too. Just, I'm not (laughs) sold on them yet. I mean, that's possible, but I, I just love how if like somebody wants you to hate something, they just attach Russia to it. And it's all of a sudden like evil. I I don't get it, I guess. I mean, they did create yogurt, which, okay, evil, but not everything. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. This became a trivia section of what other Luke knows Russians created, which I didn't know we were in store for, but I greatly enjoyed. I literally Googled like inventions by Russia and there was some website that was like 12 great Russian inventions. And I was like, perfect. Let me see if I know any of these things. And you knew yogurt. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I probably wouldn't have spelled it with the H in it, but I knew what they meant. Hey, they may have invented yogurt, but I'm pretty sure America invented gogurt. So who really won? (laughs) Not our obese children. (laughs) okay so one last item we're going to go through before i think we get to our top three and this is it's it's dear to my heart a little bit i am a a big fan of this artist lil nas x of course put out a new remix for old town road and it features young thug and mason ramsey otherwise known as the walmart yodeling kid and he's now (laughs) teasing a remix it's not as ridiculous as it sounds actually it's totally as ridiculous as it sounds but go listen to that because it's great uh but he's teasing a remix with dolly parton coming up as well and i'm just wondering like will this will the string of remixes ever end is there is there like anyone i I guess is there an end-all be-all for him like is there ever an end game for this how long will we put up with one song being remixed over and over so this song i i don't think there's an end I mean, it's just going to be played over and over and over until it's that song that everyone hates. But to me, there is one way to redeem it, one way to make it possibly the greatest song ever. I would go out on a limb and say, limb and say, um, and I think that is that he needs to add an accordion to this. <laughs> oh no! I By know where this is going. In Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I could not agree I, more. <laughs> I think that's the the next logical step, to be honest. with I, I really owe you both an apology then if that's the next and best logical step, because I was I was sitting at home today and my phone went off and I was like, that's a weird number. And I said, hey, you know, it's it's Lil Nas X. Uh, I was wondering if you'd be interested in jumping on a remix of my my hit song. And I was like. Yeah, you know, I used to I used to sing a lot. I used to do some stuff. I think that would be a lot of fun. So I I, I ran over there. You know, I, I had to take the kids with me, but I ran over there and 
I I went into his studio and he was kind of he was talking real fast, slurring the words. I couldn't really hear what he was talking about, but I jumped on a Lil Nas X song. And if you guys have just a minute, I'm gonna give you a little preview of it, if if that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I, I think did he? So I want to know if he came across your number in a very similar manner to the person who emailed you earlier. <laughs> was just praying to God, and then your number came to him, and he's like, "This he is the guy like, I gotta get." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I just want to be clear when he was when he was doing his verse, like showing me, it, it, it was a little blurred, so I couldn't really hear the words. But I did my best. I did my best, and this is just a preview of what we recorded together. Western. I'm gonna take my whore to the motel room I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my whore to the <laughs> motel room I'm gonna ride till I can't no more Got a tattoo on her back She's a little fat Her boyfriend is black Holy shit, he's really fast I thought you were free I thought you liked me She laughed in my face and said Not even in my dreams what if I paid you 100, maybe two or 300? What if I paid you 100? Okay, fine, here's 1200. The room was a disaster, the last guest had trashed her. My date looked at me kind of weird, they said it was a master. Where you going, honey? Come back for some funsy. She was gone for good, but oh shit, so was my money. Where did you take my 100? Or was that more like 200? Where did you go with my 100? Wait, you stole 1200. I'm all alone in my motel room. Now I'm broke with nothing to do. I'm all alone in my motel room. I grab a sock out of my shoe. Oh, absolute fire on the track. Wow. So that was, of course, Lil Nas's X. It was his hit song. I think it's called Hotel Room. Um, that's his hit song that's out right now. So that's, man, what a what a performance. I'm, I'm in, in awe right now. That was amazing. I didn't know that you were so, I don't know, so promiscuous, really. Uh <laughs> It didn't Maybe end well. Right was, it didn't. It didn't end yeah. very well. That's a good point. Uh, it was based on true story. <laughs> well done. Well, so, I mean, so you heard it here first. The the next remix is is Luke. I apologize for insulting you by suggesting Weird Al. Yeah, no, Weird Al is okay. You know, he's he's done some okay things, but I I just I think he called me first, and I I think it was reasonable. Wow, what a what a performance. I I lo- I just love so I kind of unironically love this song because it is super catchy, but also it's it's the best like it's the biggest meme of a song that exists. Like there was it, it it's a song that he puts out and then he brings in Billy Ray Cyrus on it and now he's got the <laughs> fucking yodel kid from Walmart on on a remix. It's so great. I want it to never end. 
And I mean, just thank you for your contribution to the lore <laughs> of Old Town Road, Luke. Yeah, there's rumors going around that Mariah Carey is going to be on a remix, but I, there's not a lot of rumors about me because I don't I don't put my my business out in the media. But Lil Nas X and Luke, we're we're going on tour. You heard it here first. All right, I think that's that's it for music for the week. We we all hope, but we're going to jump into our favorite segment here on Opinions Anonymous. We're going to jump into our top three, and the county fair has come and gone here in good old Greensburg. But today, we will talk about our top three events we look forward to every summer. Yeah, I'll start off here, and mine, because I think mine are broad enough that you guys probably won't really... uh, I, I don't know. They barely qualify as like one event because they're just, I don't know, kind of general general concepts. But my number three, uh, something I love going to every summer is going to see the Reds play in beautiful Cincinnati. Uh, big, uh, big baseball fan, love the Reds. And actually, like, I don't get a chance to watch them on TV a lot, but uh, actually going to the games is one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite like summer activities. There's not... I don't have like a specific game I go to every year. I just try to get to as many as I can. And it's something that I absolutely love doing. Uh, My number two, and this is, man, this is fringe summer at best, but because they're usually, it's usually in like the end of August, uh, you know, kind of in the, in the same vein, the first college football games are usually like that, like right at the end of August. And as a, as I mentioned before, as a Purdue season ticket holder, I've uh, been able to go to uh, to those like Thursday night, Friday night games that they've been doing uh, to open the season the last couple of years, couple of years. And it's just it's just an absolute blast. The atmosphere is always electric for the opening game of the season and, and something I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year as well. And then my number one is, again, I don't really have a specific one here, but just music festivals in general. Uh, they've music festivals have just blown up across like the country and basically every city has one now or multiples or, you know, multiples upon multiples now, but it's, it's so much fun to get to go and just spend three days seeing a ton of live music bands, you know, bands you don't know, discovering, discovering new acts that you've never seen before that you really like. It's, it's such a great atmosphere. And, you know, I started going to the local one here in Cincinnati and just kind of day tripping it down there. And then I've gone to to Bonnaroo and, and done the whole weekend there. I'm going to outside lands in San Francisco here in a couple of weeks and staying out there for the full three days. It's just something that it, it's a great like a, a great trend, you know, if you ask me, like that that music festivals are so big and and are getting such big acts to play at them. And it, I mean, you just you can't go and have a bad time, really. So that's that's my number one summer event. I went way more specific than you. I'm glad you did because I kind of feel like I, I'm going to be honest. I feel like I kind of copped out on all of these. So I was just thinking of like literal events that happen. And to me, summer is anytime it's not snowing. So some of these might occur in the spring, but you know, dates aren't important. So number three is actually occurring right now. And that is the San Diego comic-con. Hey, very nice. So I like just today, I know they released a trailer for the new Jay and Silent Bob movie. 
So, I mean, that's exciting. I'm a big collector of Funko Pops. They always have certain Comic-Con exclusive ones that they they release. So Comic-Con's always something I pay a lot of attention to. I actually had tickets to go to the San Diego Comic-Con two years ago, but then travel plans kind of fell through, wasn't able to make it. But one of these years, I will. I am with you when you can finally go, by the way. <laughs> Why don't we all three go? Why don't we yeah. do a podcast trip? Absolutely. Sounds great to me. So number two, I'm going to go with something kind of similar, but E3. Yeah, E3 is just the big convention every year where basically new video game hardware, new video games, like a lot of that is announced and showed off. And it's just exciting to see what the year can hold. Earlier, we mentioned Zelda Link's Awakening. Like that was one of the big announcements from E3 because nobody expected it. So just that's that's always just exciting for me to see what what's in store for us over the next usually couple of years. And then number one, this year it happened June 5th, which I think technically summer doesn't start until later in June, but I'm counting it anyways. And that's Pokemon Direct. Now, it it kind of fell into the summer this year. I don't know if it does every year, but almost every year, back to the video games and back to the Pokemon, I'm still a huge fan. And almost every year, they announce a big game or something huge. This year, it's Sword and Shield coming to the Switch. Like, I was on vacation in Oregon at the time, and I told Lindsay, hey, I've got to go upstairs and watch this because they're about to announce something big. Like, I will set time away specifically for that announcement and it almost never disappoints so i look forward to those big announcements every single year so pokemon direct is basically their the pokemon specific like convention slash press conference thing yeah they just release a little basically a a kind of a little conference video because Let's face it, it's too big for E3. It's way more important than that. Typically, they'll have like a demo or something at E3, but but the Pokemon franchise is so large that they do their own special announcement. And I mean, they bring in all kinds of media and stuff to it. It's a big deal. All right. Well, Luke, do you have your top three prepared? I think I do. I'm going to take a little bit off of yours, Andy, and I'm going to say... Football season, just just great. And and if you argue summer, then I'm going to say football training camp is still great. Football season is right around the corner. I actually texted cousin Kyle the other day, and I said I was listening to an old podcast, and he was he was doing Kyle's money shot and going through a list of like 40 football games. And I was like, man, I miss Kyle's money shot, and I miss football season. He's like, oh, me too. So coming back with a vengeance this fall, Kyle's money shot. Uh, number two. I'm going to say, what's wrong? (laughs) Just the wording of that, but go ahead. (laughs) Number two, I'm going to say, because I have a vacation planned here in approximately nine days, I'm going to the Dominican, just being on a beach in the middle of summer. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's summer. It might be busy. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be on a beach, just relaxing, unplugging for about a week. So I, I'm really looking forward to the beach life. Number one, the best thing about summer, just stay inside. It's way too fucking hot out there. It's like 100 <laughs> degrees. 
I am not going outside. Okay, so racking up my my electric bill for that AC running, turn on some Netflix. Staying inside is the number one thing to do when it's this hot out. Well, you noticed my three were all things I sit at my computer and watch. Yeah, yeah. I would like to say when you said that vacation is in nine days, I wish I was as good at you of pulling up songs because Story of a Girl would absolutely have been playing as you said that. Famously by the band Nine Days, for those of you who don't know. And if you don't know, then that's probably why we're not friends. <laughs> uh, in back-to-back weeks, we have a, a <laughs> sixpence none the richer and a this Nine Days reference. Can we go back to last week, other Luke, and and play the words so you can really just <laughs> I, that tickle? I, I still got that tickle. I can't do it. I would like to say that when upon listening to last week's, uh, she's all that. I was thinking of literally the whole time, and I was like, if Luke doesn't say it, no one will. And then you did your your three and your two, and I was like, all right, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that'll be his number one. And then, of course, it was, and I was in my car listening to it. It just, like, was pumping my fists in the air, like, yes, 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 yes. It was, oh, man, what a, what a time to be alive. All right, guys, on that note, that's going to do it for another episode of Opinions Anonymous. Make sure to go out to the, uh, the Google Play Store, go to Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Give us a, a rating, five stars, of course. Five stars. And I mean, while you're there, you might as well leave a review, right? You might as well. Andy, shout out to Jill. She left us a very nice review. I I just happened to see. So shout out Jill. Big shouts to Jill. All right. And once you're done doing that, go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts. We're at Opinions Anon Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And I think we've just got an Opinions Anonymous page on Facebook. Again, I don't know. I'm not on Facebook. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, but besides that, we do have a, a very great website, opinionsanonymous.com, where you can check out our blog, some things we've been up to, some things we've been thinking about, and leave a comment, get, be a part of the, of the discussion. Uh, with that, this week, I've been Andy. We had Luke, and we had other Luke joining, joining us today. Man, I, just had, I just had a great time, guys. It was great being back. Hey, email us. We check it quite often. Email us, contact at opinionsanonymous.com. We will get it on the very next episode, guaranteed. Or you get apologized to. And that's a guarantee you can take to the bank. Either <laughs> you'll be on the next episode or we will apologize. So that's a very noncommittal, very low stakes there. But, but that's our way. Anybody else has questions, right? We're just <laughs> right. J- jump right in. Don't even. <laughs> um, I like that. <laughs> I was really happy when I opened opened up the document today and saw the. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have actual emails. Oh, that's new. I hope you guys know that I'm so so committed to the quality of this podcast that it is currently looking at my uh, looking at my. Uh, watch it's 85 oh, degrees outside and you, turn, and you turn your air off and i i have turned my air conditioning off and it is the windows wide open the sun is just blaring in here it's going to be like 90 in this room by the end of this podcast so 
If if we lose you halfway through, we'll assume that you either just said screw it, you turn the air on, or you had heat stroke. One of the two. Just ask me a couple of times. Just make sure I'm still sweating. So here, if you stop sweating, then that's the danger sign. Uh, the old person photos. Didn't I send you guys my photo? Yeah. All right. It's it's called it's called telling a narrative story, Luke. I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I didn't so, realize did, this was. I thought this was the part getting cut out. I think it's going to. I, I have an idea that it's going to get cut out. Just <laughs> So where did we leave off on that question? Did we get to the Russians? Uh, I said I love Russia, I think. <laughs> yeah, we both declared our allegiance to Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it was a real turn for the podcast, especially after I, after I said I was very pro-government during the Area 51 discussion. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Opinions Anonymous, mate. The podcast that reminds you, everyone has an opinion, ours are just better. Cheers.